Hollywood Hoop Dreams aren't only made from magic, they also come in the form of original podcasts from the Hoop Ball Network. So if you're the Lakers zooming out, are you tempted to bring back DeMarcus Cousins in the playoffs? And do you disrupt the dynamic at that point if he's healthy enough to play? Join Ethan, JC, and the thriving Lakers community around the world to talk about all things Lakers. The Lakers this season has come to expect of this team is consistent winning. That is something we have not been able to say since I've seen Andrew Bynum in a Lakers uniform. The show is available everywhere Paul are found and you can follow the show on twitter at hoopball lakers the following is a hoopball presentation Good evening, Mavs Nation. This is Lawrence Brooks here with you with the Dallas Mavericks podcast. And tonight we're going to talk about the impressive win by the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, there's not much else you could say about Luka Doncic other than the fact that he's just flat out amazing. I mean, we're running out of superlatives, um, things to describe this guy. I mean, he just does it all. And tonight was nothing short of that as they beat the Bucks in overtime, 136 to 132. Um... One of the biggest things about tonight's game is the Mavericks didn't even shoot the ball that well from the three-point line, which is something that is a huge part of their offensive success. They made 17 threes, but they only shot 32%. Now, they made some timely threes towards the end of the game and going into overtime, but overall, for the majority of the game, they did not shoot the ball well. And the Bucs, they are a, a, a tough defensive team, has been one of the top defensive teams in the league. They've slacked off a little bit as they've gotten in a bubble. But the Dallas Mavericks, I mean, also to their credit as a top five offensive unit, they can make any team look as if they're not at their best. So tonight was definitely their night in terms of just finding a way to win. Now, a big key to that, although Luka, you know, his stat line was ridiculous, 36 points, 19 assists, 14 rebounds, and he just controlled the entire complexion of the game while he was on the floor. When he went out of the game, they struggled to find open shots. They struggled with rhythm, but with him on the court, they did not miss a beat. He found open shooters all night, although they weren't able to knock down as many shots as they wanted to. But Dorian Finney-Smith, with a career night, 27 points, 11 rebounds, 6 of 12 from the three-point line, of all the shooters they have on the court, He's the one that they don't plan on shooting as many, and he actually made the most of all the role players, which is impressive and is a big reason why they they won tonight's game, because having a role player like him step up in that type of fashion, that's just just extra money in the bank, and it's going to make you tough to beat on a night where your three-point game is off, but then you had a career night from um, from one of your key role players. And so when your role players step up like that, it's always a pleasure to see. And and for Porzingis, he got going early and it was clear that they wanted to make him a focal point of this game, knowing that he was going to have somebody on him that wasn't necessarily going to be able to deal with him from the three point line as well as inside. So the Dallas Mavericks actually did a great job of trying to manufacture opportunities for him while trying to get him in the high post trying to get him to flash in the first quarter. They had a lot of screens setting on the baseline where he'd flash high into the mid post area, try to turn and make a shot. 
but some of that is just due to him uh, rushing his shot. He shouldn't rush it once he's in there. I mean, he's 7-3. Just turn, gather yourself, shoot right over the defense. And I think just him not being that comfortable down there, it looks like it when he's trying to make things happen and he's making plays and looking for a shot as soon as he gets the ball because it's clear that someone has told him that he needs to score closer to the basket or that they just want to make it a an idea or make it a focal point of the offense to get him some easier looks from time to time. However, on the other hand, Luca, he started out the game on fire, controlling the game. He, he scored or assisted on 18 of the of the Mavericks first 20 points. I mean, to have your hand in that much of the offense and to be that spectacular with what you're doing and to keep your team afloat by yourself, that just speaks volumes to his capabilities and his and the way he can control a game because there's a lot of players, you know, times I, I like to I like to say there's guys out there who are stat fillers and they just have what I like to call empty calories. And Luca is not an empty calorie type of guy. You can feel his impact on the court. The defensive end is something to still be worked on. He's a young guy. That all comes with age and experience. But on the offensive end, he is light years ahead of many guys who play because he's able to get open looks for people and he he understands pace. He doesn't get sped up. He's not a guy that's that's going to make a lot of bad plays based on pressure. But the one thing you can count on But the one thing you can count on is the fact that he's going to make a good play for himself or somebody else majority of the time. Now, on the flip side of that, I think the Mavericks, they just have to get better at situational basketball because while they score at a high clip, they also need to defend. But when the game gets close, I think if Luka doesn't have the ball or they can't get something with um, Porzingis, whether if it's a pick and pop or something where it's a quick shot, they struggle to figure out where they can go to manufacture points. And I think that'll be big for them going into the playoffs because if they take away some of your strength, which each team does, they know your sets, they know your calls, they know what to do. And um, and Luca's going to see some coverages and he's going to see some, some things out there that's going to make him uncomfortable and make him go to plan B or plan C. For the Mavericks, I don't know if they can consistently go to a plan B or plan C and get good results. So I think moving forward, it's going to be imperative for them to try to get better at playing situational basketball. I mean, for instance, it was 84-78. They're they're rallying, they're coming back. I think they were on a I think they're on an 8-2 run and all of a sudden they come down and they don't get much out of their offensive set. Luka shoots his signature step back but from 30 feet out and it's just not a great shot. And he's a smart player. He'll get better at that. He understands. Even in his post-game press conference, he even mentioned how he has to take better shots from time to time. And as a young guy, you know, you're going to take shots where you think like you're you think you're feeling it. So you you want to test it a little bit and see if you can knock one down and and pull your team and get a home run basket, so to speak. But in that situation, you have to have something you can go to that you feel really comfortable with that'll get you either a basket or get you to the free throw line. And in a lot of instances, that's just Luca being Luca when when he's going to the basket in a pick and roll situation. No one can stay in front of him. He's incredibly good with his footwork. His fundamentals are superb. I mean, there's not there's not much that he can't do getting to the basket. He doesn't play above the rim. That's the thing. He's a fundamentally sound 
basketball player. And once he gets an angle on you, it's over because he has a big body and he has a strong frame so he can finish through contact as well. But again, situational basketball will be key for them going forward into the playoffs because teams are going to take away your biggest threat and teams are going to take away what could be your second biggest threat um, on the floor, whether if it's a play call, whether if it's a set you run, whether if it's something that you they anticipate you doing because you've got a couple of baskets off of something already. But either way, they have to figure out a way to, you know, be more consistent in that area. But luckily for them, there's there's such a high powered offense. They shoot the three ball very well. So they they're always in a game, even when they're down by 10 to 12 points. They hit a few threes and they're right back in the game. And if Luca can get guys in foul trouble, that just changes the complexion of the game as well. So um, it's just a learning experience for them. I think all of this is learning. I mean, they're going to go into the playoffs as a seven seed, as is. So there's no shame in learning from what you're doing. They still need a couple of more pieces, obviously, to, to get into championship contention. But as it stands for this season and looking at this game, playing against a Bucks team who is um, who has title hopes, um, this was a good showing. This was um, a game that they can build off of, a game that they can continue to use as, as mental notes towards what they're trying to accomplish as they move into the playoffs. Because Luka Doncic isn't going to be able to do everything every night. Funny enough, he's done everything most nights, along with Porzingis, who's averaging 30 and 10 in the bubble. Um, he's stepped up his game big time. He's actually scoring over people almost at will when he wants to. He's using his height a little more, and it's reminiscent of in his New York days when he just knew he was just a bigger guy and could just turn and, and face up and just lift. And his release point is so high, there's nothing you can do about it. He doesn't even see you when he shoots the basketball. He's done a lot of that in the bubble, and it's been highly successful for them. So, um, again, as they move forward, situational basketball will be key because they'll be in a lot of games but they'll be close games and they got to find something they can lean their hat on as they get um, late into games or as they're getting late into the shot clock when they're trying to figure out um, what they can do. But um, you get Dorian Finney-Smith, who was another big player of the game. I mean, if he can do half of that, he doesn't have to have 27 points every night, but his activity on the on the boards his um, disruptiveness on defense, he didn't necessarily block. He had one block tonight. He didn't have any steals, but he just made it tough on guys. And a lot of times in this league, with these guys being so elite offensively and just being the the type of skilled players they are, that's all you can hope for is to make it tough on someone. So if he can continue to do that, if he can just bring it down and, and say he has 15 points and he goes three for five from the three-point line, that's a huge bonus for them. And that's something that they can use because the shooting will come back. They won't shoot this bad every game. Like I said, they made 17 threes, but they only shot 32%. And every game won't be the same. But if you can get guys to step up in that fashion, that'll be great. I mean, you got Tim Hardaway, who's who struggled a little bit in the bubble. I mean, he's shot the I mean, he's been aggressive scoring wise, but he hasn't he hasn't necessarily found his stride in terms of the guy that we saw prior to the bubble who could get 25 for you any night and is shooting the ball um, at a consistent clip. He had eight points and two rebounds. He was two for eight from the three-point line. Curry coming back from a leg injury, um, he didn't do well. He was he had two points. He was one for seven from the three-point line. You could tell he's still struggling a little bit. Looks like he might still 
have some lingering effects from the uh, leg injury. He's healthy enough to be back, but it just looks like he just needs to get his groove back. Um, Maxi Kleba came off the bench. He was three for six from the three-point line. So they actually got nine threes between the two guys that are supposed to be their defensive guys. Um, both of these guys are used. Um, at, on, they put them on some of the best players on the offensive end, but on on defense, but on defense is where they hang their hat. And so, if you can get their offensive output to be somewhere in this range, Kleba shoots the ball a little better than Dorian, but overall, neither one of them are looked at as guys that um, are going to carry you in the offensive categories. I mean, that's a Tim Hardaway situation. That's something that they expect from Seth Curry. But never from Dorian and Cleveland. I mean, it's a team game, so of course it's welcomed anytime you can get that type of production from two guys that are unsuspecting on any given night. But it's definitely it definitely shows their potential because even when their main shooters are off, they've had guys who can step up, and that's a big reason why their why their offense has been so so great all year because they're getting such good looks. The floor is spacing. I mean, they were the ball movement, the passing. It was all superb tonight. They had it clicking from there. The ball just didn't go in the basket. But in terms of flow, rhythm, and looks, they didn't have anything that they didn't want tonight. And some of that has to do with with their abilities. Some of that has to do with the Bucks not playing great defense. But um, either way, they'll take it. It's a plus, and it's something that you could put in the um, Putting the win column, of course, it's always better to, to learn from a win than to learn from a loss. That's for sure. Um, let me take this moment to let you know about our support. Hoop Ball is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. They obsess over their technology and developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Now, the thing I love best about Manscaped and this technology, the battery lasts is 90 minutes. 90 minutes, no one's taking a shower for 90 minutes, but it's great that you have it available for 90 minutes because that means no matter how long you're taking a shower, whether if it's 10 minutes, 45 minutes, you should be able to get the job done. With that being said, it's water resistant technology, which allows you to groom in the shower so you can do everything you need to do all at one time. So again, um, this is uh, brought to you by Manscaped, support us for our hoop ball. And get 20% off of free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code HOOPBALL20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. HOOPBALL20. <clears throat> so, yeah, the Mavericks, this game was great for them. Um, it was a great win. Luca had an, another monster triple double, probably had the pass of the year, a bounce pass between his legs, going to Maxi for the dunk and the and one. I mean, you'll catch Sports Center. I'm sure everyone will either see it on f- Facebook, <laughs> um, Instagram, or Twitter. I don't think you'll be able to, to hide from this highlight. It, I think it'll be everywhere. Um, and over time, they went on a 15-0 run, which lets me know, one, their offense is capable of exploding at any time. But two, when you are, when you know you need a basket and you have a guy like Luka Doncic on your team, it's easy to just be where you need to be. And for a lot of these points that they got in overtime, it was just guys running the court, being open, 
getting shots where they where they needed to get them. Porzingis was a big beneficiary of that, but he fouled out late in the late in the overtime period. So he wasn't around for the last two minutes. But prior to that, I mean, they just picked the Bucks apart. Luka getting into the paint, drawing double teams, kicking the wide open shooters, getting to the basket himself and scoring. And he's been one of the top paint scorers in the NBA during this bubble time. So it's um so that's also something that you can't overlook because while they don't get a lot of twos and they don't get a lot of um easy baskets in the sense of fast break um layups, they do supplement that in the way of Luca getting in the paint and creating opportunities for others on the outside or scoring in the paint himself, which is a la kind of Tony Parker-ish. So he kind of fills in for that big man role. They don't really have a big that's scoring in the paint, so Luca kind of has become that guy. Um, so that's also been a plus for them. And that 15 0 run was just indicative of him being able to just put his foot on the gas and put his imprint on the game and be able to find ways to get baskets when things weren't going that well from the, from the three point line. Um, and so, yeah, playing against the Bucks, I'm sure they wanted to get this win. I'm sure they were looking at this game as kind of a, a barometer game to see where they were at. Um, with their with with things on the offensive end and the defensive end, they're still struggling to get st- stops consistently. I don't think they'll be a great defensive team, but if they can find a way to get timely stops, that will be a key to them winning games because their offense will keep them in games more more times than not. So if they can find a way to get key stops, that's the thing. If they can get stops when they really need them, I mean, when they're down four late in the fourth quarter, up six and need to close the game out. Those will be the times they need to at least get one stop. So if they can do that, um, they will be fine. Um, Continuing to build, continuing to work on things that they want to accomplish going into the playoffs. They have their next game, which will be this upcoming Monday against the Utah Jazz at 12 p.m. Should be a good game. Should be another game for them to work on some things that they want to do. This is another good opportunity to establish themselves on the defensive end. Um, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert is a tall task, but they should be up for it. I mean, Luca is probably um, going to need to make sure he can stay in front of a guy like Mike Conley, a guy like Donovan Mitchell. That's not easy to do, but these are the type of matchups that he's going to see in the playoffs. So it's good to get, get your uh, mojo going in that way now start to work on things that you need to do to um to be better in the playoffs because every possession will count in the playoffs and they can't have droughts like they did today and you can't bounce bank on Dorian and Kleba both getting nine of your 17 threes as the rest of your guys go cold. I mean if if that happens a lot of times um they'll be looking at an uphill battle but for this game it definitely worked. So um, let's see how they do on Monday. I'm interested to see. Um, this is an exciting team, though. Really exciting team. A lot of guys that play their key roles at a high level. And for them to be, I mean, they're a 7C because they still lack a little star power. But I really like the way their role players are just consistent guys and they do it at a high level. So, um, so I'm looking for them to continue to build on that and for them to snap out of this shooting slump. Some of their guys just haven't shot the ball well in the bubble or they've just been inconsistent. So um, thanks for listening. 
You can catch me on Twitter at LBSaidIt. That's L-B-S-A-I-D-I-T. And I will continue to um, post things when I see them from the game. I'll try to tweet live a little bit just to give you some insight. But then I'll also be right back at it to give you a recap in terms of what I saw from the from the night's action. Or in this case, sometime the afternoon afternoon action. So um, thanks. Go Mavs. Talk to you soon. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.